Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the Hitman Industries studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the program for the next two hours or so. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, you, you know I don't do this program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriot on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, today you got a short trip. It's a small room. Small room, yep. In here with me. Yeah. Uh, how is uh, how are things in the week of Earl? Good, good. Keeping busy. Yeah, the uh, the weather's back to normal. Well, normal like no hurricanes. It is a little yeah, a little yeah. cooler than normal. Oh yeah, it's in nice. the southeast. Yeah, it's been in the. Uh, I think the high all week was like eighty, and we had some sixties, fifties, and sixties at night, and seventies uh, during the day. I'll say I was up north out of state when I woke up this morning, and it was in the low 40s, upper 50s. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Upper 40s, low 50s. Do you have your so, park, parka and shorts? No. No, actually, I, you know, uh, no, I was I was <laughs> not out of the truck long enough to where I really needed it. You know, I put a baseball cap on to keep my go. bald head warm. Keep it warm. There you go. There you go. I was good. Now, oh, good. You know, I had the heat heat going on the, in the cab well, of the of truck course. for a little I mean, while. It was 40 out. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, before I got done, I had the AC kicking. <laughs> it's, um, I've, I've got, um, uh, outside of the location Bravo, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, uh, the super secret studio, uh, there's a, uh, uh, uh I don't know, you call it a front deck, front porch, uh, sitting area, deck, you know, yeah, um, yeah. uh, and, uh, it's, uh, it's where I'll come, uh, you know, I'll have the occasional evening cigar, perhaps, you know, or the uh, escape from the rest of the people in the house cigar, that kind of <laughs> stuff. And um, uh, and so it's been, you know, 60s, you know, here at night in Central Florida, right? Well, I, I have out there a, a fan that blows, you know, to, to help keep the skeeters away. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscillating fan. Yep, yeah. yep. There, there's, a, there's a bug zapper that hangs there. Entertainment. And, oh, boy. And I'll tell you what. You have never you've never seen a power drain until you put a bug zapper out in the middle of the woods in Florida. <laughs> um, I was on the phone with um, Craig Deleuze from uh, from the Rundown and Firearms Policy uh-huh. Coalition, all that stuff, um, to a to a news uh, and uh, 
I mean, like a moth flew into it, like a Florida moth. So it didn't just go zap, pow. It went. <laughs> I mean, you you could see the smoke coming off of it, right? And Craig, in the middle of a conversation, he's going, "Yeah." So anyway, we're gonna. What the hell is that? You know, <laughs> he says, "I go, that's a Florida bug zapper." <laughs> he's like, he's like, Are the lights dim on your house right now, you know. <laughs> No, but I know my power bill's going up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like when I so when I sit out there for that hour with the cigar, I turn it on, and then you got to turn it off because if you you leave that on, you can watch the meter on the house do the dance, start spinning. Right? I'll say it. It also you know it zaps them, but it also attracts oh, them. Oh yeah, exactly. So it right. can yeah. zap them. Yep. And so I'll sit there with that fan blowing right, but I also have the heater on because it's a little cold. <laughs> Uh, and I and I have to keep turning in my chair because the heater comes from one side and the fan comes from the other. So you got to rotate. Huh? I got to rotate. You you can't. You don't want to be all sweaty on one side and chilled on the other. You know, it's like it's like a burrito in a microwave. You know, it's two minutes. You know, it's just yeah. So I got to keep turning in my chair, and it's not a swivel chair. I got to get up. Oh you know? it's a, man! Yeah. I used to just spin in it, but it's a it's an old kitchen chair. It's a nice sturdy kitchen chair with a wood with a wood uh, seat on it uh-huh. you spin on wood too often and you, you're gonna you're gonna splinter up. oh yeah you're, you're gonna splinter you're, up yeah eventually and, it's not yeah. a question of yeah. when it's right. a qu- or if it's a question of when right 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 yeah you can look at it and there's like a circular wear pattern in it too it's yeah. just from, from spinning so plus you know you've been sitting in it so oh yeah absolutely yeah so that's uh that's my week you know that's uh <laughs> that's 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 been my week so uh all, all good otherwise all good otherwise um we've been uh, getting some uh uh, uh, hip deep in the shot show planning. Yes, uh, talking with the folks again at uh, FPC Firearms Pol- Policy Coalition about the Monday night party. Still don't know the location, but we know it's going to be, in in the words of the, the last president, huge. huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder what they got in mind. If you know, the previous locations we've been yeah, to or right. used aren't big enough. Like, right. How big a party they plan on us putting on? Yeah, 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 exactly. Now, now, we did, um, I think the largest one that we ever did with them had to be when they were doing the parties over at the Leatherneck Club, which is like, yeah, a, that was... like a Marine Corps, mm-hmm. a VFW kind of place, or Marine Corps veteran kind of place. Um, uh, just amazing, the history in that place, looking at all the stuff on the walls and you know, the monuments and the, all that good stuff. It was oh, amazing. It was amazing, but all night I, I felt very inadequate. <laughs> well, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's genetics, you know. I, I uh, ain't done squat compared to most <laughs> of these guys. Uh, well, the guy, I mean, look, so they had stuff like Chesty Puller and oh, Pappy yeah, Boynton yeah. and uh, uh, and Vassalone on the wall. You know, they had they had or John Vassalone on the wall. They had that kind of stuff. You know, right. they had the Medal of Honor kind of Marine Corps stuff on the wall. So every one of us felt, you know, like <laughs> tiny and small compared to them. Um, but that was maybe a hundred people inside and we had six, 700 outside, which they had the tent set up. They had all the outside, all, all the outside stuff, the food and the, uh, uh, you know, seating and the, the, just, it was a great setup, but every time we did it there, it was 12 degrees. You know, it yeah. just, yeah. it seemed, I mean, one time it snowed while we were there. They had the flurries coming down. Um, and now the, the odd part is, you know, of, of course, because, uh, we were there two days before it was 60 and then, you know, the, and then Wednesday and Thursday of shot show, it was 60. So it just seems like Monday of Shot Show, you know, like like uh, like Mother Nature's got it penciled in. Oh, Monday Monday Shot Show, twelve. Let's make it twelve. <laughs> yeah, make it twelve. Uh, and that that desert wind when it starts, you know, oh man, rolling through it, there. Yeah, you know, our, I remember our hotel one year. You could be on the far side of the lobby from the door, but you knew every single time the front door is opened. The oh, absolutely. Wind yeah, was whipping yeah. through there. Yeah, but that Leatherneck Club was uh, was good. Uh, there's a great. Italian restaurant right in that same plaza. I think there's 
There's like three massage parlors in that plaza too. Um, in fact, do you remember the one guy that went with us? No names. Um, the uh, the marine. He was a marine guy, so he, he wanted to come with us just for that. We're like, we're going out there for this and shot show. He's like, oh, I, I might go to shot show while I'm there, but I want to go to that party. And he was standing outside, and he was so cold. He was like, I remember like twice during the night, he's like, I'm so cold. I'm going to get another massage. <laughs> so he was going over there just to go into the massage place to to, to warm up. You know, so. It's like, oh, okay, dude. <laughs> just whatever, whatever you got to tell yourself, you know. <laughs> whatever you got to tell yourself. So, um, good stuff, good place. So, yeah, we'll find out where it's going to be. And I, I listen. I know with FPC, they're not planning on no little two hundred person party like Arms Room, you know, uh, radio was doing. They're 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 planning on you know uh, four four digits, you know, two yeah. two thousand people, something like that, is what they want to do. So, uh, it sh- it should be an event. It should be. You know, just got to hope. Like many of the like many of the events we did at the Leatherneck Club, that at some point somebody brings us back to the hotel. <laughs> so <laughs> I just I just hope they'll let us let, let let us in. Yeah, yeah, true. I I mean, look, there's the stories, right? You know, <laughs> the, the the waking up not sure where you are the next day, freaking out, trying to figure out where your gear is, and it's right there next to you because you packed it perfect, but you don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. We'll be back after the break. Calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you? Uh, Matt's on hold. Mike, is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Veteran owned and operated. Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. 
If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated. Semper Fi. One minute. I'd like you to turn the radio up. I want everyone within listening distance to hear what I have to say. I'm Alan Gottlieb, Chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Freedom is not free. Our constitutional right to keep and bear arms is under attack by what has become an industry of anti-gun extremist organizations. The Bill of Rights gives every honest, patriotic American the right to own firearms. But today, we have to fight this full-time anti-gun industry whose sole purpose is to create new gun control and confiscation laws. They pay themselves big salaries and feed off a gullible public with emotional campaigns and clever sound bites. I pledge that the Citizens Committee will be the most aggressive pro-gun organization in the United States fighting to preserve your gun rights. But we need your help and membership to do it. Join the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms today. Call 425-454-4911. That's 425-454-4911. Freedom isn't free. You have to fight for it. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Hey, folks, we've got uh, the holiday season upon us. It's time to go out and buy you some gifts, right? Well, get over to Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G Holsters.com. That's Hog Holsters.com. Uh, the best, Earl, the best concealment holsters uh, I've ever owned. Uh, you know, bar none, attachment system, the care and making. John, John makes each one handmade. And, and, and more than once I've seen him go, nope, don't like it, and toss it and do another one. He just, he's that yeah. kind of guy. Um, so go to Hog Holsters. That's H A W G Holsters.com. Use the discount code Arms Room Radio, all caps, no spaces, and get yourself some nice discounts on uh, holiday gifts and Christmas gifts and Festivus gifts for, for you and all your friends. Uh, it's hogholsters.com. Hey, on the line with us, I, I think, I think, on the line with us, we have, uh, we have Mr. Matt Mallory from uh, Meet the Pressers. Matt, welcome to the program, sir. You know, n- not glad, too glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course, not too bad. Tell me, uh, first off, because uh, because we always we always run out of time. We always want to keep talking. Tell everybody uh, uh, where they can watch Meet the Pressers, how they can uh, check out PS and Ed. Uh, give give us the lowdown on everything up front here. Sure, that. Uh, dot com and Meet the Pressers on all the social media platforms, and from there you can find uh, PS and Ed Public Safety and Education, uh, my training company. So publicsafetyeducation dot com is the main main link now no, I'm, I'm missing anything else is there any any other other ones you're in, you're involved that we need to put out there oh 
serial entrepreneur, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just kicked off the twowayshows.com uh, website where we're going to start listing shows like your show and right. our show and other Second Amendment shows. So that's something that uh, basically a, a listing of all Second Amendment shows for people to be able to go to and search, find, and follow and such. But that's something new I just kicked off the other day. Bought the, bought the domain name a year ago, but just, just or back in February, and uh, just decided to put some time into it. But yeah, there you go. Listen, that, I, um, I, you know, I know chick, we chickens and bees and right, right, right. My, our lodge. Right, Chick- chickens and bees. I, I, I like that. That sounds like an English uh, pub. Ah, uh, we'd be at the chicken and bees. <laughs> That's, a, That's true. That'd be a good one. The chicken and bees, the bull and finch. You know, the ball and sack, whatever it is. You know, wherever they go drink. Um, the uh, it's good, good stuff. All you know, good it's stuff. Funny. On your webs, I'm sorry. That's okay. All you. I was I was gonna say on your website it's there on the uh, on the website where it says to listen to the show it says touch and play and I just could come up with so many jokes on that touch and Speaking play. Of, that's play a man. trust me, Mike does yeah, all the time. Yeah. Actually, Earl came up with that touch yeah, and play. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, try and blame <laughs> me. Up, yeah, that's it. He wasn't even trying to think of that. He just somebody overheard him saying it, and, uh, <laughs> and they went, "Oh, that'd be good for the website. Let's go with touch and play." Um. All good stuff. All good stuff. Um, hey, let's uh, let let's let's sure. jump into uh, you know, some 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 New York uh, New York shenanigans. Um, so I saw you had a very successful election. You reelected your uh, your wonderful governor. Oh, isn't she great? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my, I can't. I can't I'm, my stomach's churning just saying that jokingly. Even uh, it, it, it's insane. It's it, it is uh, unfathomable that that there's five million gun owners in New York State and two only two point seven million people voted against her, and some odd three three million voted for her. Uh, listen, uh, we, we we don't want to say you know because we, we don't want to be uh, called a uh, uh, what do we we on when we do it on the on the regular on, on the on the on the TV show we can't say the words that throw us off the air. But here on the radio, you can say things like election denier and not worry about being thrown off the air. Um, over there, we have to we have to hide it, and we have to say erection denier, um, or we call it uh, erection flawed, erection flawed. Um, but here we could say uh, election flawed or uh, erect, election denier. Um, um, listen, and I, I, I want to just put this out there. You know, um, we're talking about that. You know, from two years ago, from from this year, and and, and Earl and I here live in Florida. You know, listen, if, if there's a erection or excuse me, election fraud. Uh, well, now I can't. Now I can't help myself from saying it because that's, that's what we have to say on the other show. Right. It'll, literally, they'll take us off the well, air if we say mind. it. Yeah. Um, in Florida, we know all about uh, election fraud. I mean, you know, let's go back to the Chad issue, folks. If you if you if you think that was all about um, an actual piece of a hanging Chad, uh, no, that was uh, Broward and and Palm Beach counties doing like they always do and waiting until every other count in the state's been uh, counted and then go, oh look. We just found a hundred thousand more votes to turn it. Um, yep. It's it's yep. it's it's been that way in Florida. When DeSantis came in, uh, you know, took part in uh, legitimizing elections. No more just mailing ballots out blindly. No more you know ballots without signatures. You know, no more just drop them off at a at a, a convenience store and then somebody will collect them. Uh, you know, he put you know actual rules and regulations behind it, and it's amazing the spread between him and his uh, his competitor this time was was twenty percent. You know, so it was clear what happens when you take away the ability to to uh, uh, um, you know you uh, have fraud in an election. And, and I'll tell you this, um, and, and Matt, you're probably aware of this, folks. I, I think we've we've mentioned this once or twice before. Uh, when there's election, when you hear election deniers or election fraud, they're 
none of us believe that it's a giant national conspiracy that's operated from the top down. On the contrary, it runs the way a terrorist organization runs. You know, the, the, the fatwa or the jihad is put out, right? This is what we want yeah. to do. And then each individual cell, each individual precinct does their own thing, their own way, knowing that they're doing what the party wants. There's no coordinated effort from one county to another. It's just all of them following the, the fatwa or the jihad. And that's what happened in, in 2020. That's what happened. I'm sorry. Whether it's in, 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 in Georgia finding you know suitcases worth of ballots underneath a table after they locked the doors, or in Pennsylvania, right. nobody can come in and watch us count these ballots uh, after, after we locked the doors. You know, that, that kind of thing. That's what occurred. Is, is, is there any feeling of that, that that went on in New York this time? And I, listen, there may not be. You guys might have straightened it all out. Well, I mean, I think being that New York State's heavily Democrat and run by the Democrats, I think they had a leading, a leading part as it is anyways. So, but shenanigans behind the scenes and suppressing votes and such, sure. I mean, it, my bigger question is how do, you def, how do you defeat evil? How do you defeat evil who, who purposely do that stuff? Because like you, you mentioned, you know, DeSantis comes in, he puts the stuff in play that is common sense and that he does it right, right up in front of everybody. Yeah. Then you got these people behind the scenes doing it. Like they have no morals, no ethics, um, probably don't believe in, in God, not that, that, you know, that that's a deciding factor of doing the right thing, but a lot of times we find people that, you know, that don't look to a higher power, don't really care about doing things kind of morally and ethically questionable. So I, I think that's the bigger, the bigger problem. And, I mean, in some solace in the back of my head, being a man of faith, they say, well, you know what, God, you know, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, uh, you know, they're going to call good evil and evil good, and, yeah. and that's kind of where I'm feeling like we're at in this in this point. And, uh, I mean, the, the the silver lining on this in New York State is at least she's getting slapped around by the courts. I mean, she's, we already got four lawsuits that have that have uh, gone against her, that the good people of New York have, have won, if you will, even though they're getting put, you know, their stays and, and whatnot, putting on at higher-level courts. By the time it gets to the Supreme Court, I, I got a feeling it's going to be quicker than seven years, and I got a feeling that they're going to they're gonna really – level it heavy with her. And if she does the same thing again, there'll be an uprising in New York State. I don't see any other way. And she'll be impeached or you know, something. Something's going to happen. Yeah, listen, like you're saying with the with the election fraud, I, I think that a lot of them think that it's, you know, the ends uh, justifies the means um, because they believe right. they're, they're doing the, the work of a higher power, that higher power just happens to be, you know, Hillary. So, um, but, but, uh, no, no you're, you're right. I, I think that, um, yes, this gets to the court a lot quicker than, than it took Heller to get there, than McDonald to get there, uh, everything else. I mean, um, do, do, do not, do, do not uh, irk the wrath of, uh, of Judge, uh, uh, J- Judge Thomas, you know? Uh, dude, you, you don't yeah. want to do that. You know, he, he was so disappointed with how Heller has been acted upon that he put step-by-step instructions on what to do concerning Second Amendment cases and uh, and now you have people, you know, completely disregarding it, including uh, Hochul and her, uh, you know, her, her her legislature there. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and you alluded to something earlier that I that I was just remembering that you said as far as you know, it's not one coordinated effort from the top. It's usually splinter cells that'll run with it. And but we're kind of seeing how that disseminate one minute out from the top when, when we're talking about the Twitter gate, right? All the stuff that's coming out on right. Twitter, you're like. No shit. They've been, you know, they've been saying that this has been happening for a while, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're an election denier." And now you see all this stuff with Twitter coming out. It's like, 
you know, it's not so much a coordinated effort, but when the directive comes from the top, everybody down below says, "Oh yeah, we can we can screw it up enough to to make a to make a change." Yeah, abs- abs- absolutely right, absolutely right, um, and and that's I think what's 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 gone on, and um, and and that's what we're going to see, uh, you know, continue to battle. You know, the, now that Florida has laid the blueprint down for how to uh, defeat um, dishonest elections. Or hinky, let's just call them hinky elections. Others are going to take place. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Stick around. When we get back. We'll have more with Matt Mallory. Hey, hey Matt, you there? I always thought when the time came, I could quit. He's still on, but I don't know if we can hear you. Okay, can, can, you, can you pipe him up and just tell him that we're not a podcast and needs to watch his language? all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. I'm sorry, say again. I said, can you, can you tell him there were more than that we're not a podcast and needs to I watch his language? I learned more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't... I'm sorry, Mike. For some reason you're breaking up talking back to me. Like an attempt. Yeah, no, we're... Talk... I knew there was still hope. You talk to him, tell him no swearing. Today, We're not a podcast. I'm an ex-smoker. Okay. My only advice is to never... Yeah, I was going to ask, because I don't know what to do about that, because I... you got to hit the dump button. not able to catch it. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Dump is, is all we can do. Every step of the way. Visit quit.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods. All right, I just communicated that with them. Thank you. These young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. One minute. So please, feel free to remind them to go to FFF.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. 
Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Hey, back with us uh, off a of hold here is uh, Mr. Matt Mallory from Meet the Pressers and uh, P.S. and Ed. Matt, welcome back to the program. Hey, sir. Good hey, to be back. Good, good, great, great to have you. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, um, Matt, where, where, tell the folks where you are in New York. Uh, I Syracuse, New York, so right in the dead smack middle of the state. Right in the middle of the state. Okay, now listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a New York guy, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a city, I'm a city kid, city boy, right? Um, and uh, you know, I, I grew, I grew up there, and uh, as far as you know, my, my universe was concerned, you had, you know, the city, right? Um, and 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 listen, even when we lived in the city, we didn't call, and I lived in Queens. We didn't call Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island. We didn't consider those the city. The city was Manhattan, and then you just lived. In, well, I live in the city, but that's the city, you know. Um, then you had the island, right, which was, you know, Long Island, right? You got uh, Nassau and Suffolk County. And then, uh, then you had upstate. You had everything else, everything else. I mean, to give you the three different uh, locations of what New York's like. I, mean, I remember the first time we went upstate to Buffalo, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to go skiing or whatever it was. Uh, and I heard somebody refer to downstate, I had no idea what they were talking about. I, I didn't even know they were talking about New York when they said downstate. That, that's that's how New York City I was. You know, <laughs> I just had no clue. Yeah. Um, but but having uh, having said that, big... go ahead, go ahead, sir, go ahead. No, no, finish your story. I say haven't haven't said that. T- tell folks the the difference in your your gun laws there. Um, when it, when it comes to those three different areas, it's not like listen in Florida we got one set of laws and some preemption, but there it's like you might as well be in three different states. Well, up until September first, before the CCA law, or obviously when June happened, back when um, June and July when when Bruin decision came down from the Supreme Court, but July September first when CCA kicked off, that that's really what made New York City and Upstate a lot more of the same. Right. Prior to September first. It was like you alluded to, where everybody in upstate, there was the major majority of people in upstate got unrestricted licenses and they can carry everywhere. And a lot of the counties would issue sportsman restrictions if they didn't feel like you needed it in public, which is a crock, but that's how the, a lot of the judges you know, deemed it. And uh, that, but people, 
then it wasn't even the law. It was a judge's edict. So right. a lot of people would just say, well, you gave me a sportsman restriction, but there's nothing in the law, so I'm going to carry unrestricted like you know I should. And that's actually coming back to beat, uh, bite a lot of counties because now they're realizing that the sportsman restriction doesn't mean anything. It never did mean anything. <laughs> and now they're debating and going back and forth. Do we make them take the 18 hours or do we just issue them an unrestricted license because we screwed up and gave them something that wasn't even you know, legally in the books? Um, but now after September 1st, with, with these sensitive locations and restricted locations, pretty much every place in, in New York State is off limits except for places that have the green sign on their doors or select locations that, uh, that are specifically not restricted in the, the new law. Yeah, every, everything, uh, everything that includes a sensitive place, which would be uh, Manhattan, according to the way they wrote their laws. Uh, it's just... Yeah, yeah, the, the entire Times Square. Well, you know, like when you look at it, it says, okay, you can't have it in a public thoroughways, you can't have it in on a public transportation, uh, no bridges, no tunnels, uh, not at airports, uh, and uh, not at the not at the, the boat ports, the seaports. Uh, and unless I'm mistaken, unless you've got some kind of Star Trek transporter technology, there's no other way to get on the island, you know, on, onto Manhattan, unless you take a public transit. Yeah, that's, that's valid. I mean, when there's a lot of... Location, like you can't, you could can be on the sidewalk as long as there's not something, not unless somebody's rented that location for an event or some, or you're exercising your First Amendment right. So you can exercise your First Amendment right, but you can't exercise your Second Amendment at the same time. That makes total sense. Pick one. Yeah, 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 right here. Pick one. Yeah, you you can only have one amendment at a time, folks. That's that's the way it goes. Um, that's ridiculous. Now, a, another thing um, with with PS and Ed, and when I want to talk PS and Ed for a few minutes, um, you teach classes up there that. Uh, if you came down here to Florida, people would look at you like you had lobsters growing out of your forehead. They're like, uh, what you, "Why do you teach that? Why do you teach that?" And, and there's there's a number of uh, of of uh, um, less than lethal force things that you teach that because you have to have licenses and training to use those things in, in New York. Yeah, I mean, like pepper spray and taser being the probably the two two most common uh, tasers, uh, electronic weapons, energy weapons are still technically illegal in New York State. Uh, but people are still, because of, of the the ruin, the, the ruling that came out in 2013 with District 1 and then the subsequent ruling in 2019 under U.S. District Court Judge um, Paul, uh, uh, anyway, I can't yeah, remember yeah, his yeah. name oh, off the top of my head. But, the, you know, those, those rulings are uh, going to change it with tasers eventually, I think, if, the, if it ever comes out of committee and the, and the governor signs it, which is a long shot. But yeah, I mean, most people will seek out the training just to make sure that they're they're indemnified, or at least they've got a little bit better uh, chance in court if they get sued for something. But technically, I mean, there's nothing really that people need to to do for the training. I always encourage it because you know, knowing how to use it correctly could save you from getting civilly sued or criminally prosecuted. But more so with the classes that I teach here in New York is the 18 hours becoming more common, which is the most amount of hours of any state in the entire union, which is pretty crazy. I think maybe New York did that uh, by purpose, on purpose. But the use of force class that I teach, Article 35, it originally started as an Article 35 course to teach people New York state law so they wouldn't get caught up under the law. And it's kind of morphed into just a use of force class. And I actually teach that all over the country. And it's a higher level of thinking. Like if you if you do these things, that's going to be harder for them to convict you. Versus in the beginning, it was like these are the things that you know that you can't do. And now I've kind of I call it the higher level of thinking. If you do these things, then the chances of them convicting you is less. Not saying they won't or they won't try to or throw something else at you, but it becomes less likely that they're going to be able to 
convict you or they won't want to convict you because they don't think or they won't want to ch- bring charges against you because they, they don't think that the jury would find you, uh, you know, find you breaking the law. Yeah, it's, it's, so listen, it, it makes sense that you have people up there seeking these uh, these less than lethal devices, the you know the, the taser, the stun gun, the, the the pepper spray, because they've been denied yeah. the right to carry a firearm. Uh, and even now with yeah. the with with the new law, you, you know wh- where can I carry it? Where can I not carry it? Is still up in the air, trying to figure out what's going on. It's changing. It's changing daily. So, you know, here in in in, in Florida and like the the rest of you know much of the free uh, free country, it's um, you know you you say oh I want to permit to carry a gun and they go oh okay i mean we have we have standards you have to take a florida course right. which is uh you know usually like an hour and a half at a gun show and that's how to fill out the paperwork now now come out back with me and and shoot a 22 with a suppressor into a bucket of sand because we have to say you shot the gun one time um that's that's right. that's that's what we do um uh, you know, can you go find good courses in Florida? Absolutely, you can. And, and responsible, you know, Second Amendment, uh, you know, folks or gun loving folks do that. Um, but you know, t- you know, a taser, uh, uh, pepper spray. Well, why, why would I carry that? I got, I got my gun. I got my gun, my, light, my knife, and my flashlight. I'm, I'm good to go. You know. Um, so it's, uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it really is a different world, and it's, uh, it's as much as I miss, you know, uh, you know, going, uh, you know, into. Uh, um, uh, you know Mulberry Street and getting me uh, getting my dinner. You know I just uh, uh, I I don't even like to visit anymore. And when I do, you know I cheat. You know what I you know what I'm saying because I get to carry I get to carry up there for different reasons. But um, right. uh, I just yeah. You it, know, uh, and, and you you made a, a point there. I usually the way I look at it is it's the trifecta of tools. So the, the gun and the knife being the lethal, non-lethal being you know the, like you alluded to, flashlight, cubaton, uh, yeah. tactical pen, pepper spray, electric electronic weapons, electric weapons, energy weapons like tasers um, would be that. And then the trifecta, that third aspect, would be medical. So if you, if you're carrying a gun, it's more likely that you're going to need a less lethal or medical in a situation, and, yeah. and it'd be better for you to use pepper spray on somebody who's just you know, cursing at you than pulling your gun out and shooting them. And it's more likely that you're probably going to use less lethal and maybe even your, you know, your, your medical kit. I've talked to many people in the industry that have said, yeah, I've used my, my IFAC, my, my tourniquet or my pressure bandage, quick cloud, whatever, more than I've used my firearm in a defensive encounter. So it's, it's about, you know, it's about having all those tools for your toolbox is kind of the way I look at it. So I'm always talking to my students, how many people have been in a violent encounter where you could have used a gun? And 99.9% of them say, no, I never have. I said, so have you never been in an argument with somebody? And they're like, well, no, I've been in lots of arguments with people and yelling at people and maybe physically had to beat them off me or whatever. But it didn't rise to the level of them being able to shoot. One minute. Said, use, utilizing pepper spray or verbalizing, right, and talking their verbal judo to get out of it is more likely that's going to be used in a situation like that. So no. I always say if you carry a gun, you definitely should carry those less lethal, non-lethal items to be able to, to right. maybe use those instead of having used the gun. Now, Matt, you're going to have about 10 seconds to respond to this before we got to go, but are you saying in New York I can spray somebody with pepper spray if they, uh, if they yell at me? <laughs> well, it depends on how egregious it is, right? If they're if they're standing there and they're coming at you with a with their fist raging, saying I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, okay, okay. Say that depending on the person. Gotcha, they might, gotcha. You know. I thought it was like, hey, you, 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 your shirt, that's horrible. Hey, I spray you, buddy. Um, folks, uh, Matt Mallory from, uh, from Meet the Pressers, uh, PS and Ed, uh, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break.
Is uh, is he coming back on, or do I need to dump him? Yeah, he's yeah. done. Join he's me done. and my friend Mike from Arms Room Radio as we bring to you 2A News and conservative views every Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us wherever you like watching video, whether it be YouTube, OpsLens, Spotify, or you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Tune in to The Rundown, 2A News and conservative views. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Hey folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Veteran owned and operated. One minute. Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated. Separate five. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world, from the Hitman Industry Studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the, the Hitman Industry Studios. Um, Earl, um, listen, Matt's always got a world of information. It's good to get people on from New York. I know we know a couple of people in New York, but um, it's always great to hear from Matt as well as, uh, as all our other friends up there. Um, now, Earl, I'm pretty sure he said. Yes. Okay. That if somebody in New York insults me, 
I can use pepper spray on them. Nah, I don't know about that. I, that's what I heard. I heard him yeah. say it twice. If somebody in New York insults yeah. me, I, listen. I, I don't I, think so. He's telling me that, and I'm already. You, you know, you're like when you see like a bandolier of shotgun ammo. Uh huh. I'm thinking about getting one of those with pepper spray. Yeah. Like a like a grenadier's vest because it's about the size of a 37 or a 40 millimeter. You get you a nice fat can of OCCS spray, and I'll just run with 30 of those on me and run through New York and just let people insult me and go, here you go. Because uh, Matt Mallory, that's yeah, what he said. I don't think so. He said if they insult you, no, no, you know, no, no. all right. Maybe it, maybe he said assault. Did he say assault? I don't know. Assault. All right. I don't know. I just, I just, I, I figured up there. I mean, you know, that being, be, you know, being from New York, it, it take, you know, physical confrontation that, you know, verbal assault is, you know, you. That like waking up in the morning. Yeah, it's normal every day. It's yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm walking over here. <laughs> exactly. You know? it's like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on all the time. Um, it's not that they're rude; they're just loud and fast. They're <laughs> just <laughs> loud and fast up there. It's uh, um, I, I've taken you know plenty of people, uh, friends up there from uh, uh, never been in New York before, and I'm like, listen, just don't engage in conversation with anybody and just keep moving, you know. And if you got to stop, get against the wall. You know, you know, you know, it'd be like if you've been to like Disney World or Universal, and if you stop in the middle of the crowd, you're going to get run over and people are going to insult you. It's what walking in New York's like. You've got to just get to the side if you're going to stop. You just you got to keep going. Yeah, so, that and, makes uh, sense to me. Oh, and, and by the way, if you go in someplace that's serving food, know what you want before you go in. <laughs> okay, because you might be third or fourth in line, and they're going to come to you and go, "What do you want?" And, you, and if you go, "Ah," uh, they're going to go next, and the, and you're done. You're, you got to go back. You got to go to back in the line. Everybody knows what they want when they get when they go before they go inside. Don't go inside and look at the menu. It's like McDonald's. Okay, how many times you gonna know they got a Big Mac and a hamburger there? All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a deli. You could either have uh, you know corned beef or pastrami. Just pick. Right? So, oh well. Um, I, I'm still gonna. I may test. I may test that that. Uh, I could spray people when they insult me up there. I was booking tickets. I was like, I oh, first let me see how long it's going to take Amazon to get the spray to me, and then I want a ticket the day after. <laughs> so, or maybe I could have them delivered in New York. I don't know what the rules are up there for that. Um, yeah. Uh, Earl, uh, representative, uh, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan. Uh, you know, Jim Jordan. He's out of Ohio. You, you know him. He's one of the uh, um, the big, big uh, conservatives, big uh, Second Amendment supporter. You know, um, he. Uh, is going to be um, um, the new chairman of the House Judiciary Committee because, you know, the, the Democrats have lost the House. Republicans are taking it over. So, folks, let me give you a little, little bit of idio- idiosyncrasies about what's going on up there. So you have the, uh, the, the House Oversight Committee there, um, the House Judiciary Committee. You have a couple of different committees that he's on now. Let's say the, the, the way that the committee current stands, and I don't remember the committee membership if it's, you know, if it's 19 or, you know, 17 people on it, but say you have a, uh, a 17 person committee, um, well, nine of them are going to be Democrat and eight of them are going to be Republican. When your party's in power, you have one extra, you have the majority on every committee. Right. And if you want to issue a subpoena, the majority of the committee must vote to issue that subpoena. So right now, as it stands, before the new, the new uh, you know, representatives take office, if a Republican wants to issue a subpoena to, say, Steve Dettelbach, the director of ATF, to provide answers, 
well, the committee's not going to vote on it. He can, you know, there's no subpoena. Right, because they're the, they're the they're right in, now they're currently the the minority. Correct, correct. So once they become the majority, right. and that, that membership on the committee switches to majority Republicans, and he sends a letter to Steve Dettelback, it will now be a letter attached to a subpoena for this information. And in fact, it's called a, a subpoena ducus tecum, which means uh, bring to me. You know, you have to you have to bring the bring yourself and the, and the product to me. So you're serious on that? Yeah, no, it's ducus tecum. Yeah, it's Latin. <laughs> it's Latin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, I thought uh, you were being your no, usual no, smart out. No, no, self. A, but that's one of those. That's like it's one of those ones that's it's fun to fr- it's fun to say. You know, um, ducus tecum. Uh, um, in fact, hold on, I get you the uh, the the exact. Oh, I uh, definition is. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's 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 bring to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's probably the uh, the 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 nice way of saying it. Not the, Co- the language, common language. Yeah, the common language. Say yeah. Common language uh, translation for yes, Latin. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, or, or bring before me, or something like that. Uh, whatever it is, I forget the exact uh, term for it. Um, yeah, yeah. Shall bring with you. Bring with you. Bring before me. <laughs> that's what it is. Subpoena ducus tecum. Um, and um, now, when he sends a letter to Steve Dettelback that says, "Hey." What's the deal with ghost guns? Um, I don't remember a law being passed for that. How are you enforcing this? And Steve Dettelback has ignored Jim Jordan's previous requests. Well, now Jim Jordan is going to be able to send it again after the first of the year, after all the representatives are sworn in, right. after we have a new, uh, a new House of Representatives. And it's going to have yeah, probably the same request with a subpoena attached to it saying, um, go ahead, don't answer the subpoena. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to Dukas Tikam you right here in front of me, because <laughs> at that point he can send the you know the 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 Capitol Police. Right. He could send, and I think they could even task the Marshal's Office through the Sergeant at Arms um, to go serve the subpoenas, um, and so they're going to have to do that. So um, that's what we already see coming from uh, you know these committee chairmen. They've already they've already said you know it was part. And in fact, it was part of many of their reelection campaigns. Um, if reelected, I will probably be the director or the chairman of this committee, and I will send subpoenas and requests to these individuals to provide. I mean, they want to talk about bump stocks. They want to talk about um, uh, um, you know arm braces. They want to talk about ghost guns. Um, they, they come, come before yes, me and yes. bring and bring these items with I, you. Just just think of the the how the gun. I'm doing air quotes, folks. The gun world would change if the ATF was reined in and they became the administrative yeah. agency that they are, yeah. not a rule-producing and attempting to enforce agency that they become. You know, yeah. our, we, we have a legislation that creates the laws. The ATF's job is simply to make sure... They're, they're, that's not even their job to enforce those laws. Their job is to just make sure that the enforcement is being followed and yep. the appropriate records are being kept. That's it. They're, I, I mean this no ill will to secretaries, but the ATF are glorified secretaries, the records keepers. Yeah, now listen, there's, there's two sides of ATF, and I think that's what we're referring to is the industry side because that's what we're talking about, the industry side. Unfortunately, they say they also have an enforcement side. So you have the administrative side say, oh, here's how we interpret it now. Hey, enforcement people, go out and enforce it like this. Not the inspectors that are in the industry doing FFLs, but the, the ones that should be out doing the, we found a guy manufacturing machine guns 
illegally and, and, and smuggling them into wherever. That's what the that you know the guys in the raid vest should be doing. Um, well, and then uh, also submit too. My opinion. The ATF doesn't need guys in raid vests. Agreed. Agreed. They, they can go out and do Agreed. the investigation. They, they can do the yep. sneak and peek. Then they can contact local law enforcement agencies. You guys need to go knock on this door or yep. knock this door down. This is why these federal laws are being broken. The, the FBI, the Secret Service, the DEA, they already enforce much of what the ATF does. And, and, and you're right. Listen, from the administrative side, um, okay, so administer the taxation on alcohol, tax, uh, you know, tobacco and firearms, okay? Do that part. You know, and do your regulations. You got to maintain a record that says this. They should be doing that, the administrative side. As far as the law enforcement side, what, why do we have them? They, they, the FBI yeah. should be doing that. Yeah. FBI, everybody, that's, it's, it's, it's duplicative, and I think the reason they have those sworn agents is so they can have somebody go out and enforce their interpretation, because if you said to the FBI, even as crazy as they are right now, hey, why don't you, why don't you enforce this interpretation? They would be like, eh, no, 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 no. I don't work for you. I work for my boss, and I'm not getting fired. Thanks. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. a, a no-knock warrant on, yeah, we've got this internal memo. Okay, what law? Well, we've got this memo. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Kick the door right. down. Exactly right, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm 100% in agreement, and, and hopefully the new, uh, the new Congress will, go, will, will call them on the carpet, Dukas Tecum style. So. Hopefully. Uh, folks, that's the first hour of the program. Uh, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back in the next hour. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Dukas Tecum. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's 
Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the Hitman Industries studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industries studios. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. We've got about an hour left together here on the program. Uh, you know I don't do the program by myself, though. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, six minutes just fly by. Oh, you know what? Um, I just absolutely didn't believe it was six minutes. Uh, I was uh, sitting here, and our producer says in our ears, one minute. And I'm like, one minute? What are you, what are you kidding? Already? What are you, what are, you, are, you, are you drunk again? What's going on up there? You know, that's <laughs> it. Um, she's been hitting the bottle again. She has. It's a water bottle, though. She's, uh, she's very <laughs> hydrated. She wants to. Uh, she's, you know, she's very healthy. Very healthy. Very healthy. It's, it's the rest of us that are not. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I did the what? I was, I'm, I'm working on the... Uh, uh, I tweak the fallen hero. I do the fallen hero ahead of time, but I like to go back and tweak it, make sure I got it right. And uh, and and uh, you and I were having a conversation, and I looked over at the fallen hero, uh, made made a couple of uh, punctuation changes. Uh, you know, because there's punctuation that I put in there, like if you were reading it in a book, and then there's where I want to make certain emphasis while I'm reading it, so I make my own notations. Um, and I was doing that, and uh, she said one minute, and I'm like, she's high again. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. It's us. It's us. Not her. Yeah, we uh, we have no, we're men. We have no concept of time. You know, <laughs> right? Like uh, how many how many minutes left in the football game? Two minutes, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah. See, you, I'll see you in an hour. Yeah, I'll see, right. you, I'll see you in an hour, right? Hey, when I say I'll get around to that that uh, honeydew list, quit bothering me every three months. Yeah, I mean I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Right? It's it's not a big leak. You yeah, know? It's exactly. Leak, right? Just put a pot under the sink. It'll be fine. You know, <laughs> it'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. wrap a rag around it. It'll drip in a straight line. Then we'll go everywhere. Oh, uh, boy, boy. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, what do we got going on? What do we got going on here? Um, um, oh, I did, I did want to, uh, again, uh, tell you. Listen, seriously, we, I, you hear me do the, uh, the live read on hog holsters, right? Um, with, with, without nonsense. Uh, Earl and I, I think we've been buying holsters from this guy for four or five years. Uh, the, the, it's John. He's been on the program here with us. He's a, he's a Gulf, Gulf War veteran era Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, which means he's crazy and probably has a medical document to say it now, okay? Because of the because of Gulf War syndrome and all the stuff those guys had to breathe in the air, and our government denied oh, yeah. for ten or twenty years. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, he 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 made a holster for me at one time. It was um, we were at one of the I think the Concealed Carry Association shows, and he said, "What do you carry?" And I said, uh, "Well, I got I got two guns I carry on me. Um, one is kind of an odd one." It's a it's a Glock 30S, and he goes done, got it. And he pulled one up, and I go, nah, I got the suppressor sights on mine, the high sights. And he goes, hold on, turned around, pulled another one. He goes, done. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, listen, I, I'll go out, and and I've bought. Uh, I used to buy from a guy here in, in Florida until he sold his company to some, I don't know, some Ukrainian dude or something like that. Um, and 
he made really good holsters, and that's probably ten years ago. I have not seen those kind of holsters since then, and 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 those were one piece. So when I mean one piece, I say I mean that uh, the Kydex held the gun, then the Kydex folded over and became the clip as well, and that was nice. And those holsters would last a year or two, and then that clip would break. Right. John does his with what he calls the ulti clip. Mm-hmm. Best way I could describe it, folks, is you know, like an old school pair of suspenders that you would clip to your pants. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the lever that comes down to tighten it. Right. That's the 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 ulti clip. So you don't need to have a belt. You can put it in there and 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 clip this over your pants, and it holds onto it with no belt. So it's or, not moving. Or something like basketball shorts. Exactly. Or jog- jogging yeah. Pants exactly or, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what I used to like about these old holsters is like what what John does. Um, the the Kydex is over the mag release button. It comes over the mag release button. Uh, I don't know how many times you've had a holster where you're sitting there and maybe your appendix carry and you being able to wear that, you're pushing it. You know what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a little more appendix than the rest of us. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you sit down and you hear click and you know what happened. You know the, the pants or, or your belt pushed against that open part of the, of the holster and it popped your mag out. Right. John's is a, is a hard piece shaped over the mag release so it doesn't happen so so it can't happen now you can request from him to have one without that piece there because certain people wear them in certain spots where they do what's called the administrative reload um administrative reload is is is, is a term from uh from chiefs and bosses and police departments that they sit at their desk and when it's time to reload they just reach back and pop the mag out while they're sitting there with the gun in their holster and they, they swap the mags it's called an administrative reload. Yeah. Yeah, they take it out and get the French fries out of it, put a new one in. Yeah. <laughs> dust it off. Yeah, yeah, dust it off. That's an administrative reload. Um, so if you wanted to do that, you could. Yeah. You know, say it was you planned on using it not in your, uh, um, on your waist. You wanted to carry it in your, uh, in your tack bag or on your vest or something like that. You'd want that exposed. Right. Um, so uh, just, a, just great. And, and, and I wasn't kidding when I said he makes them and he hand makes every one of them. And if he doesn't like it, he doesn't go back and reshape it. He could just, nope, let's do it again. I because John says, once you reshape, you start to reshape the Kydex, it loses strength. He goes, you got one shot at it. And if you don't make it right on the first shot, I'm getting rid of it. Because the Kydex now, if it's, it's like a piece of metal and you heat it and you use it, you heat it, you use it, it starts to lose strength. Right. You can't, you can only you know, uh, strength harden it so many times. Yeah, well, I was say, one heat treatment. The second heat treatment, yeah, you're done. So, so that's what he does. So it's uh, um, the second gun I had was my AMT forty five, uh, the the double action only backup gun, and I was like, "There's no chance. There's no chance he's going to have one." And I said, "I got a you know a, a, a double action only. I got a, a you know my forty five, my DAO." And he said, um, uh, "AMT." And he goes, "Oh, I got it." He goes, "You got the uh, the the nine mil, the forty five, or the three eighty?" I was like, "The forty five. And he goes, "Left handed, right handed." right-handed <laughs> here you go <laughs> here you go uh and you can with that ulti clip you can adjust the angle on them you know and everything so if you want to carry a little cant to it you know a little straight up and down you want to move it up and down a little high rise it's just amazing what he can do and they're only like 30 40 bucks a piece it's not like he's selling you know oh you come get giant brand name a hundred dollars a piece uh, no warranty sorry you know um and John gives a discount to you. You go to him and say, "I know I'm, I'm public service. I'm military. As long as you can prove it to him, boom, here you One go." One minute. But what you don't have to do is prove it to him if you just put the code in 
Arms Room Radio. <laughs> All caps. Hey, I see what you did there. No spaces. Go to Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G Holsters.com, and get you a holster and get one for you, get one for... I'm going to buy another one for myself just because... I know I'm not going to break it, but I'm going to lose it. You know, it's good. Like TSA is going to keep it or something like that. And I'll be like, crap, I need another one. You know, I'm just going to carry a spare holster with me. Um, H-A-W-G. You know what H-A-W stands, H-A-W-G stands for? Helping America wear guns. Yeah. Oorah. Oorah, as John would say. I'm a, I'm not a Marine, though. I, I say I say who? 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 Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's hog, H-A-W-G holsters.com. H-A-W-G holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Better owned and operated. Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net, that's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated. Semper Fi. I'd like you to turn the radio up. I want everyone within listening distance to hear what I have to say. 
I'm Alan Gottlieb, Chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Freedom is not free. Our constitutional right to keep and bear arms is under attack by what has become an industry of anti-gun extremist organizations. The Bill of Rights gives every honest, patriotic American the right to own firearms. But today, we have to fight this full-time anti-gun industry whose sole purpose is to create new gun control and confiscation laws. They pay themselves big salaries and feed off a gullible public with emotional campaigns and clever sound bites. I pledge that the Citizens Committee will be the most aggressive pro-gun organization in the United States fighting to preserve your gun rights. But we need your help and membership to do it. Join the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms today. Call 425-454-4911. That's 425-454-4911. Freedom isn't free. You have to fight for it. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Earl, we, uh, we spent a little time at, listen, it, was, it wasn't meant to be a commercial, but you know, I was talking to you about hog holsters. You, I told you about my guns, Earl. You were telling me about your gun. <laughs> your, your experience with John and your gun. So, I like to keep him on his toes. So, hey, I want I want a uh, holster for a Glock 40 with a Surefire X300 light on it. And, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You want to conceal carry a 6-inch long slide 10-millimeter Glock with a light? Yes, I do. Yep, and John looked right at you and went, left-handed or right-handed? <laughs> and pulled it out of the case. Just absolutely unbelievable what he's got. Um, and he says, he goes... He goes, I don't make them until I have your gun. But there's some he, he makes ahead of time, like the standard. Listen, everybody's got a 19 and a 17, so he yeah, makes those. Yeah. They're all the same. Um, but he'll just pull one out and just be like, here you go. And you're like, damn, this guy's good. Um, uh, Earl Story out of uh, Davenport, Iowa. Davenport, Iowa. We want to give you the, the, give you the, the down low, the, the, the low down here on uh, what's happening up in uh, Davenport, Iowa. Um, Kind of a you know, more education, folks, for you out there. Uh, you know, and, and Earl and I have a experience uh, in this in this arena, in this realm. We want to pass on our uh, our, our tactics, techniques, and procedures so you don't go to jail. We're not going to tell you how to how to lie, cheat, and steal and not get caught. I'm going to tell you how to obey the law without uh, without being stupid. So, story is uh, at a Davenport, Ohio. The police there arrested a woman for allegedly lying. On a form required to purchase a firearm, Earl. Let's let's start off by a by, by a little disclaimer here. Um, I believe that the Second Amendment is all I need to carry a firearm. Um, I believe uh, it, that should probably be all I need to purchase a firearm. Uh, how, however, the law is the law as it is right now, and you must have a background check to get a firearm. So, if you want to continue to exercise what is available of your Second Amendment rights out there. Yeah, I can. I'll, I'll concede that. Okay, you, you know, don't don't go breaking the law. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because then you're not going to be able to carry at all. all. Right, and as we as we as we eat back and take away more of our rights back, then maybe you wouldn't have to do that. But for now, listen. If it says don't take a don't take a gun on a spaceship, don't take a gun on a spaceship. Okay, yeah. you know, it's just it's just the way it goes. So, this is a 25 year old woman. 
she's charged with one count of false information in acquiring a weapon. Uh, now, I'm very, very curious now what's going on when I'm reading this story because most of the time you see this prosecuted as a federal offense because that's a federal form. Right. Now, most, I say most of the time. The one out of 100,000 times that somebody does this uh, wrong is only when they prosecute. We've, we, we know the numbers from the feds. Oh, we had 173,000 people you know, fill out a form uh, uh, you know, uh, with criminal intent. They lied. And you see like 10 prosecutions. You know, like, I don't know, what's that dude's name? Hunter Biden, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. Like, like that, exactly like that. Um, uh, in, in Iowa, the charge is a Class D felony. Uh, and it carries a prison sentence of five years. The 4473, which is required for all firearms purchases, uh, police allege that this uh, this woman provided a false address. Okay, mm, here's what I, here's what I, let's let's talk about false addresses for a minute. Earl, if I come to you and I say, uh, uh, "Hello, Mister Gun Store uh, Vice President of Operations and uh, General Manager," I would like to purchase this firearm on this 4473. And I list my address as 123 Main Street on the form, but my driver's license says 456 Third Avenue. Yeah, no. Where do you live? Well, I've moved recently. I live at 123 Main Street. Go get your ID changed. You, you have, that's just the way it is, folks. The law says you have to verify the information. It has to be on a government ID. Um, you could even do, let's say, um, if, you, if you have your driver's license with the old address, but you just got a, your state issued registration from your car with a new address, you know, yeah, there, uh, you know, there's, there's exceptions to it. As long as you say, can prove with a government document. Right. I was yeah. say there was what, you know, legally acceptable ballpark, six or seven yeah, different. Yeah. Hunting different, license was one of them. Different you yeah. know, methods of identification that were acceptable to satisfy that requirement of the law. But I will also mention that, in doing this, we also used our own discretion. Yes. Is this a le- you know a legitimate mix-up? Yeah. Or is this a uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah no dude. Uh-uh. Yeah, a lot of people no. don't know. Listen, they they write their their address they're at on the form because they're trying to be honest as possible. Uh, and I don't know what the law is in many of the other states, but in Florida, if you change your driver's license. Um, it used to be 30 days. I think now it's seven. Is it 10 now? Okay. I it was 10. You got 10 days to change your address. Now, that's not 10 days to be in possession of a new license. That's 10 days to notify them because you can go online, notify them, and then they mail you a new license in the mail at your new address. Um, so you may not have it back. You may just have to wait for it. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are getting just, you know, most people are honest. They're trying to be honest. Well, I, I moved last week. But I haven't changed the address yet, so I'll put the new address on here. Okay. Um, we'd run it into it with uh, temporary citizens. Like, um, I'm 22 and I'm in college. And I live in Orlando right now, but my home of record is with my parents down in Fort Myers. Uh, well, so which one's going to be on your driver's license? Fort Myers. Then don't list this address. List your home of record address. Yeah. It wants to know what your uh, your official addresses i mean you wouldn't list a hotel unless you had everything you owned in that hotel right right so that's there was there's some there's some weird back and forth but anyway she also lied about her use of illicit drugs so this wasn't a simple yeah. just address thing uh, according to the arrest affidavit uh, it said uh, 
police were attempting to take into custody a person who was wanted in connection with weapons and narcotics investigation. Uh, she was the, uh, the wanted person. They traced the purchase of firearms, seized in the investigation to her. According to the affidavit, she bought herself a, a Taurus. Yeah, all right, okay. Um, she had been legally evicted back in January 27th of 2020. So this is almost three years old. Wow. Okay. That long this wasn't a seven day, a 10 day or 30 day issue. Right. This is three day. This is three years. This is somebody who, man, I'm just going to list what's, I'm just going to, you know, list my new address and not worry about it, you know, or I'm going to use my old address. That way I don't have to go do 10 minutes of my time to get a, well, I know, I know what it is. Nobody wants to go to the DMV, you know, so <laughs> almost get it. She was also asked, um, are you an unlawful user of, uh, or addicted to marijuana or a stimulant, depressant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance. Uh, and it says, warning, the use or possession of marijuana remains unlawful under federal law, regardless of whether it's been legalized or criminal, criminal, decriminalized for recreation or medicinal purpose in the state where you reside. Uh, according to her, she lied about using narcotics. Uh, and now I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure how they prove that, which is, you know, my, yeah, my point of this was, as well. I was wondering that. Too. I think, okay, she, how do they know she lied? See, see, they said that they served a warrant on her phone, which showed she used illicit drugs before and after she purchased the firearm. What she do? Taking selfies smoking? Even if she's taking selfies smoking, can you test the smoke in the picture? Yeah. Can you test the drug in the picture? No. No. So I don't, I don't get what they're doing charging that. Um, and how do you charge perjury on a local level to a f- that's a federal offense? I, 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 I think if yeah, anybody's if smoking drugs, it might be the Davenport PD here. I was to say, if it, yeah, if it's a federal document, it has to be a federal charge, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, you could say it was, it was you know, perjury because it's... it's I, listen, in Florida, you can't call it perjury because it's not a sworn document. You don't have to raise your right hand and say, I swear, do swear, and get that's it administered. Well, but we're on the camera, so it's reverse, <laughs> reverse angle, reverse angle. Um, the uh, I got something else in my right hand. The mouse, the mouse. I got the mouse in my right hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm not sure how they even they even say that uh, you know she's in violation of uh, of the the narcotic statute. You, you know, we've had this conversation, and Kevin's always great for having this conversation. I'm trying to Kevin Maxwell uh, because. The issue here in Florida has been well. I have a I have a, a Florida issued medical marijuana card. Um, okay, that's a piece of paper. Are you smoking the piece of paper? Um, let's say you even go fill your prescription. Mm-hmm. Just because you're in possession doesn't mean you're a user of. If you notice, you notice it, it. It says that um, it's an illegal user. It doesn't say an illegal possessor. Mm, okay. Yeah, they're. they're I believe, fully believe there's more to this story than what we're pulling out of it, but I'm glad they're going after and prosecuting someone messing up on this form rather than saying, we need more gun laws. Very good. Yeah, very good. How about good. let's use the laws already on the books? There you go. That's a good example. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. Good point. Excellent point, sir. Excellent Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. 
There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who had been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. One minute. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of... Major bells on hold. True. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. 
If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by the Law Offices of Attorney Kevin C. Maxwell. Army Sergeant First Class Darren M. Lind died December 3, 2012, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Lind, 41, of Devil's Lake, North Dakota, was assigned to the 818th Engineer Company, Sapper, North Dakota National Guard, Williston, North Dakota. He was killed in action in south- southern Afghanistan of wounds caused by an improvised explosive device. Lind was killed when the improvised explosive device struck the vehicle he was in. Sergeant First Class Lind was a full-time instructor at the Camp Grafton Training Center of the North Carolina National Guard. Also killed was Specialist Tyler Orgard, 20, of Bismarck, North Dakota. Army Sergeant First Class Darren M. Lind, Specialist Tyler Orgard, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Heroes segment of the program since uh, we've been going for... Eight, eight years here now. Wow, eight years. Um, Already? I know, right? It seems like only six. Um, uh, if you, uh, Folks, if you know somebody out there that uh, you, you've, you've heard of, read in a book, a relative that you'd like to hear uh, honored here on the Fallen Hero segment, please reach out to us at uh, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Send us a message there. That's the quickest way we get it, and uh, we'd be honored to do so. Hey, on the line with us, we have the uh, Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, not too shabby, sir. Not too shabby. How are things uh, going in your world? Oh, you know, uh, I am recovering from, you know, that, that what, what was it that we used to have? Oh, the common cold. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? You wait, you didn't have the yeah, COVID? Yeah. You didn't have the, the Delta Omicron uh, Theta no, variant? No, or. No. No, I or the Delta variant or the the uh, X-ray, I, whatever they're up to now, and that the, the, they're pushing the, the latest uh, booster. Uh, but no, the the common cold, the common cold. So you know, my my voice is a little uh, voice is a little ragged uh, this week. So I apologize for that. No, no worries, all good. We'll, we we will let it go. We just figured uh, you were out there yelling at people and you know telling them to you know slow down that kind of stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that uh, that does happen from time to time, <laughs> but uh, no. What uh, I, I I got a story, I got a story. All right, all right. Um, but it, it's it's you know I, I like to peruse uh, the different news news agencies and news channels out there, and of course one of the ones that I I like most is Fox News, uh, and they had a uh, article headline that I read, and it's coming just north of us. 
in the beautiful state of Georgia, which is uh, our, what our last battleground state that that we have going on there That's right. uh, for the the Senate election. But it says it grabbed my attention when it said Georgia fugitive arrested after replying to sheriff's office most wanted Facebook post. Is that is that's a yeah, Florida, it was Florida man going vacation or what what happened there? You know. It's, yeah, you know, I think he did, but the, the the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office has the most wanted list that uh, that they post every week of their, their 10 most popular uh, uh, law violators that they want to get a hold of, uh, and they put it out there. Well, in uh, the end of November, they put out their most wanted list, and Christopher Spaulding uh, commented, Spalding. well, how about me? And sure enough, the uh, Rockville, uh, Rockdale Sheriff's Office uh, checked their records and found out that Mr. Spaulding had two outstanding warrants. So <laughs> they uh, they replied to him on Facebook and said, you are correct. You have two warrants. We're on our way. <laughs> so they actually went out. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they went out and got a hold of Christopher and his the, the picture that they that they took of him is just unbelievable. He's got his Georgia Bulldogs sweatshirt and his Georgia <laughs> Bulldogs uh, two, uh, two gone and just this look of, I can't believe they actually arrested me. <laughs> uh, but they, they reshared him and, and they, they posted under it, we appreciate you for your assistance in your own capture. <laughs> does he get to share the reward? Is that, how, how does that work? I don't know. Well, you know, that's that's what I want to know. I mean, if, if you are instrumental in your own capture <laughs> and there is a reward for it, um, are you? Uh, there, there, there has to be a caveat in there somewhere saying that that like you can't profit off your uh, your crimes. Ah, uh, okay. I was going to say because I'm thinking about a new uh, investment opportunity. You know, just got just got to find the right crime for the right amount. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there would be something like. Uh, Listen, I'm, I'm not going there, folks. But like, murder is like ten thousand dollars, and you know, like uh, arson is five thousand dollars, and 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 like kicking a cat's like ten dollars. But there's got to be one weird one in there, like uh, you know, I I, I, I I use the word there wrong, three thousand dollars. There's got to be something like that that we could probably we could probably find. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. Uh, and they added onto their Facebook post, uh, the sheriff's office. Our top ten is compiled based off the severity of the charges only. By not being on this list does not mean that our fugitive unit is not out there looking for you if you have an active warrant. Um, I, I just I don't understand that if you if you know that you have warrants that you're going to stalk your local police <laughs> Facebook profile and then come on this. Uh, I mean, is it a good way to get some attention? Do you get some likes for it? I don't know. Does, <laughs> that, does that make you a a, a, a Facebook superstar? I, I'm 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 not I'm not into all that, so I I don't understand. Bill, it's that called like TikTok. You, you get so viral. Yeah, they're they're called influencers. Influencers now. Oh oh, influencers. <laughs> okay, I get it now. But uh, this this goes wrong. I guess they're they're getting a little jealous of Florida because there's another story I saw, and I I gotta find it somewhere. But it, they're really taking note of certain Florida sheriffs like. Sheriff Judge, oh, Sheriff yeah. Ivy, um, Sheriff uh, was it Marcino? Yep, uh, over there in, in Lee County, and how they are really going after people and using social media, and then uh, 
documenting the arrests on social media, and it's, it's becoming uh, like a cult following uh, with with these sheriffs. And I'm I'm glad to see it. And we're gonna we're gonna have some more sheriffs that are gonna be joining the uh, the party here soon too. Once they realize how well this works for them. Can can, can you imagine if? If Twitter and Facebook and Insta Snapgram or whatever it is was all around when Nick Navarro was sheriff in Broward, oh, I, it's, it's, that would be unbelievable. Um, <laughs> I think he would beat out Donald Trump in tweeting. Yeah, would, the, that was uh, listen. And I know you got another story, but we'll just we'll just we'll just jump, jump off that. You you had the opportunity. You worked for uh, for primetime Nick down there, Hollywood Nick. What what was that like? Uh, we got about a minute and a half left working for uh, for primetime Nick. And if, t- tell folks that's how cops got started. Was was Nick Navarro? Yes, yes, he got started in in Briard County, and and I did work for uh, for Hollywood Nick, and it it got so good. That, and Mike, we, we talked about this the other day that we actually, the, the sheriff's office actually manufactured our own crack cocaine for reverse drug buys. <laughs> uh, and the, the crack, even though the, the, well, what was the old saying? I'm not a crack addict, I'm a rock monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, the crack was, uh, was, was pure. And the, the bad guys and the drug, drug addicts, knew that we were we were uh, deputies and we we're out there and they would still try to uh, make the make the buy and get away because quote unquote the high was so good it folks listen no, no lies listen this is back in the 80s uh, late 80s uh, when um, square grouper used to just wash up on shore they the, the drug dealers would throw it off on the boats that would wash up on shore the the the, the mules would pick it up and take it and go cut it um, so it was it was the best it was it was pure cocaine, and Nick would pick those up, and they'd go. They didn't have enough crack to try and get people to buy it, so they they'd make their own from pure cocaine. And the bad guys figured out, wow, Nick Navarro, the sheriff of Broward County, has got the best best crack, and they would try and steal from the deputies doing this. I mean, no, no lie, Bill. Is this? I mean, this is right. No, absolutely, and I, I would encourage uh, people to. You can go on YouTube and you can watch the uh, the first couple seasons of uh, of Cops on there and yep. it would be able to show you what they had going on unbelievable well major thank you for joining us and uh, stay away from the crack uh, all you and your folks and please stay safe down there <laughs> absolutely no my brothers and sisters and boys remember wear your best wear your suit belt watch the stick to listen on some radio from you live from the hitman studios we got right after the break Everybody, this is Craig Deleuze from The Rundown. Join me and my friend Mike from Arms Room Radio as we bring you 2A news and conservative views every Monday through Friday to be on Pacific 5 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us wherever you like watching video, whether it be YouTube, OpsLens, Spotify, or you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Tune in to The Rundown, 2A news and conservative views. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio. Minimum age in Missouri. 
Or... Hey, folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to Illinois. you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. Do a ban after the shooting. holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. One minute. Aren't you? Veteran owned and operated. Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated. Semper Fi. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world, from the Hitman Industry Studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Uh, Earl, last uh, last segment. Here we go. Already. Um, you know, there was something Major Bill talked to last segment. He was talking about uh, Nick Navarro. He used to be the sheriff from Broward County. And I want to say it was from like 80 to 92 or something like that, or 84 to 96. Nick was a, Nick was the first, and he's calling primetime Nick, or Hollywood Nick, because he, he, he embraced the media he was the one that was instrumental in bringing the TV program Cops to the TV. Okay. And it was like the first two, three episodes was just all Broward County Sheriff's Office. And Major Bill's in there a couple of times as young Deputy, Deputy Bill. Um, and um, Nick was uh, uh, um, quite the, 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 the media darling at the time. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, he was, he's, he's today's Kardashian. You know, or so, so to speak. <laughs> he never shied away from stepping no, in front oh, of the camera. Oh, oh no, absolutely not, absolutely not. And he would do the, like we he he'd come out and we used to call him the Miami Vice poses. He you know he'd come out on a scene and pull his 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 big uh, you know Smith and Wesson ten oh six and stand there and hold it up at an angle to the uh, to the sky and pose like he was doing a takedown. And you're like, what what's he doing? He's like, oh, the camera's there. Sorry, it's it's Nick. <laughs> Nick's doing that. Um, but um, I had a uh, I was talking with. 
Oh, man, it was somebody else. It might have been Charlie Cook. I forget who was talking about. Somebody up north, right? Okay. And I said something about um, uh, you know, somebody made a crack joke. And I said, I'm not a crack addict. I'm a rock monster. Um, and they went, what? And I went, I'm not a crack addict. I'm a rock monster. You know. And, in fact, I remember the guy saying it. He said, I'm not a crack addict. I'm a rock monster. Like that. Yeah, I remember it too. Okay, so it was a regional thing down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, evidently because of Sheriff Navarro and everything else. It was popular. It was Florida Man News before there was Florida Man News. Yeah, yeah pretty um, much. I talked to him, and then when I talked to Craig Deleuze out in California about it, he's like, never heard it, bro. Never heard it. And I'm like, oh. I got some regional folklore <laughs> in my head that I thought the whole world knew, you know? Yeah, it's no, like, I, come on, you remember? I'm not a, and I started looking through old drug commercials and everything else. Nope. It's in an old Cops episode that used to get played in Florida. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I'm not a crack addict. I'm a rock monster. That's what they used to say. Uh, and then the second one was there was a bad guy like standing next to a fence trying to get away from the police. Uh-huh. And he kept jumping to try and get to the top of it. It was like a wall. He was trying to get to the top of the wall to jump over, um, and he couldn't get there. And the, and the deputy came up and said, "Ain't no crack up there," because <laughs> like like he couldn't get up there. So, so ain't no or ain't no rock up there. So, oh well. So yeah, there you go. Good times, good times. Yeah, the eighties they really were that good. Um, and and you know what? You're getting old too. I uh, listen. <laughs> the eighties were quite a while ago. Um, what is the uh, what did Matthew McConaughey say? What? You remember his quote? Uh, Which one? He <laughs> says, he's done many of them. Was the, what, oh man, what was, it was his first movie he was in. He said, uh, every year I get a year older. You remember? I'm not going the rest of the way. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yep, yep, I'm not going to go the rest of the way because that's not me. I'm just saying you're only as young as your prescriptions allow you to be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, whatever, whatever it happens to be. Um. Yeah, listen, folks, you, you hear us complaining about the bathroom break being too short. You kind of get what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, it doing, now, you know? Now you kind of understand where we're coming yeah, from. There you go. That's it. Yeah, all right. Well, oh, well. So there we go. We're dating ourselves. And you know what? Somebody has to. You know? <laughs> that's it. I mean, nobody else is going to date us, right? Um, let's, I'm leading, let's damn it. You led last time. <laughs> yeah, um, all watch, right. watch out for my toes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. We, uh, what do you, you want to go? In, is, it, is it Indiana first? Is that where we're going? I'm trying to remember where the darn story is here. Let's see. Uh, Illinois. Illinois. Il- Indiana, Illinois. You know, where, you know what it's not? It's not DeSantis land. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, listen, hey, uh, first off, we're, we're actually going to give you some legislative updates. Um, uh, Oregon, we, I know we had uh, Derek LeBlanc on last week uh, in Oregon. Um, th- things are looking good. Things good. are looking good. Second Amendment Foundation, I think FPC, uh, GOA is involved. Things are looking good for your injunction. I mean, if not at that level, at your state level, to get your new Measure 114 uh, at least put on injunction hold, uh, the next level it is. So, don't listen, don't don't plan like it's an already done deal, but, uh, you know, continue to go. I think that this, this Black Friday was, I think they said it was the third best Black Friday ever for gun sales. Nice. Which nice. is considering some of the years we've had. Oh yeah, that's that's a big number. Um, and by far, f- just just by miles and miles, the best Black Friday ever in Oregon. Because right now, or the the law, the new law in Oregon, the one one four, is set to go into effect on December eighth this week. It's supposed to go into, into effect later this week, December eighth. Yeah. Um, so all of the new things must be abided by on December eighth. Guess how many of those are in place. None. None. Which means on December 8th, 
Gun sales come to a screaming halt. Gun sales, magazine sales, ammo sales come to a screaming halt on December 8th. And they have no idea how long it's going to take. Remember, just Oregon is in the 11th uh, Circuit. The 11th Circus, they call it out there. Okay. Um, yeah, appropriate. And uh, I'm sorry, Ninth Circuit. It's the Ninth Circuit out there. Ninth Circuit. Um, the Ninth Circuit out there. Um, Ninth Circus. And uh, they just had a case in California where it was petitioned, and the, the and and the and the, the whole Ninth Circuit said, "Okay, we'll hear your case." And it's a California gun case. They said, "We'll hear your case um, at the end of 2023." So. What they, they they know they're going to lose, but they don't want to lose, so they're scheduling it almost a year out, so the law has to remain in effect for a year, because according to those judges, we're saving lives. The ends justifies the means, right? It's for the children, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what we're hoping doesn't happen. We're hoping that the, the next level says, okay, we're going to hear the case, but we're going to remain the law. Let the law remain in effect in the meantime, and we'll hear your case. You know, in the year 2072 or something ridiculous like that. Folks, there's cases out there that feds have put off. Federal judges, liberal federal judges have put off for over a year because they're like, well, let the law stand. And you know what they come back and say? They come back and say when they, when they finally do the case a year from then, they say, well, based on what's happened in the past year, I don't, see th- I don't think your claims are valid, so I'm going to let it continue. Ugh. It's It's... I, I forget which case it was where they said, um, you know, handguns or and, and rifles, assault rifles, assault rifles. The did you, you know, you know the, the, yeah. the made up term? Yeah, the made, the made up assault rifles. Where they said um, uh, it, it has to be in common use, right? Common use is the term that we got from uh, Judge Scalia out of Heller. And in California, one of the judges used the example of, well, the ban is now in common use because it's been going on so long. So refuse to overturn a ban because the ban was in common use because it took so long to overturn the ban. <laughs> oh, my God. Y- y- yeah. I'm a dumb truck driver. That, that doesn't <laughs> make sense to me. And this is supposed to be uh, um, a, a highly educated judge? It, it's, it's, um, we have an expressway authority in, in central Florida, okay? And uh, they were, they, every 10 years, you're supposed to re-vote whether to keep paying tolls on your highways Right, because it was only supposed to be ten years. We're into the like the thirty second year of it right now. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But but twelve years ago, when it was at its second renewal, they said uh, they asked the director of uh, uh, of the expressway authority, who's in jail now, by the way. Um, they said, um, "Why are you building new toll plazas?" Because they knew the the end of the the ten year bond was coming up. Said, "Why are you building new toll plazas?" And her response was, and I have this article. Um, we have to continue to build new toll plazas because we need more money to build new toll plazas. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the government machine needs to churn money. And in order to churn money, we have to strengthen the government machine. And, and it was just uh. one of those. And, and, and so when this judge said, well, it's been three years since this case came up. It's now in common use, so I can't ban it because it's in common use. I was like, What? Somebody, somebody beat that guy to death with a potato, okay? And not like not like a, like a fresh one, like a bruised one. I mean, beat him to death with a bag of mashed potatoes. That that'll work too. Not sweet potatoes. Don't make it nice. No, I don't want to you know, beat like, him to death. I want to, you know, maybe give him a black eye. No, no. To try I, to you know, I, my efforts would be to try to beat some sense into him. I'll tell you what I want to do. I I want to beat him to de- I want to beat him half to death, Earl, twice. 
Yeah. <laughs> Twice. You're, you're meaner than I am. Uh, I just I just want to take them to the edge and then bring them back. And then go, <laughs> feeling good? We're going down that road again, bro. <laughs> going down that road again. All right, folks. Uh, listen, that's it for the program. Thank you for joining us. We got a, a special next week. If listen, if you like uh, if you like cigars, you need to tune in next week. We got a special in house guest. Uh, you might not be able to see us through all the smoke because we're gonna we're gonna be uh, testing cigars in the studio. All right. Uh, uh, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Dukes Tikum. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what Tikus Dukum is. <laughs> oh, man. I do. <laughs> you love bourbon. I'm going to have to walk out there. Do you love America? <laughs> You'll, <step up. laughs> You'll love Boundary Oak Jeez, Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, you just woke up Simple or you just have 69, <laughs> and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.